You're listening to Sarah Picking Entertainment. Throw me the ball and watch what I do with it. You are now tuned into the Cherry Picking Podcast with your host, Andre Cherry. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Andre Cherry, your host of the Cherry Pickin' Podcast. Thank you for downloading this episode. I'm pumped to be back on the mic. It had been a few weeks, it felt like, uh, since the last time I had a podcast episode released. Things have been honestly crazy in my life. I mean, I, in a good way. Busy with work. I had a lot of uh, I had work travel uh, earlier last week. I was had some personal travel, went to Paris a few weeks ago, talked about that maybe about a month or so ago, right, right around the uh, Thanksgiving holiday. We did some traveling to New York City as a family this past weekend, and I'm, I feel like I'm missing some stuff, but it's just been nonstop. It's been go, 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 and I haven't had a chance to sit down and talk college football with you like I normally would, but I had the opportunity a few weeks ago to attend the Army-Navy game in Philadelphia. I went all in. I was like, you know what? This is the last time that the game will be played in Philly for a few years. Why not book a ticket? So I looked on StubHub or SeatGeek, one of those sites. And so I found a nice seat in the back of the end zone. The game is held at Lincoln Financial Field. That's where the Philadelphia Eagles play, if you're an NFL fan. So the game is played when they come to Philly at that location. There's a row of seats right behind the end zone that are called the the touchdown club. And I so I, I splurged a little bit because I really never buy anything for myself. But I was like, you know what? If this is the year that I'm going to attend the Army-Navy game, I got to go all out. I got to go big because five years from now, I mean, I don't I would assume that I'll still be in Philly, but you don't know. I mean, you, you don't know where you will be a year from now. You know what I mean? So I was like, you know what? Why not get these tickets? Because I'm I'm that type of person who doesn't like to wait on things. Meaning if I have an opportunity to do something now or to take advantage of something now and experience something that I've never never experienced before, I'm not one that will wait. You know, I'll wait next year. No, that's that's not really who I am. So I was like, you know what? This is the year I'm going to do it. And honestly, I just bought my own ticket. Like I just went alone. I didn't know anybody else that was willing or able to go to this game with me. And fortunately, my partner and my daughter, they had a birthday party or a holiday party to attend on on that Saturday. So they could do their thing and daddy could do his thing for, you know, half a day. And it was it was a blast. I did not regret the decision at all. It was money well spent. I splurged and sat in nice seats in the back of the end zone with other I guess you could say diehard fans or, or uh, honestly, the people around me were uh, veterans of the Army. And so they were rooting pretty heavily, pretty hard for the Army. And, um, you know, their little family next to me on the left side and then like a young young couple and their friend on the right side of me. And we had a good time. It, it was a blast. And I hope to just kind of walk you through what that experience was like. I've got a lot of content, a lot of pictures and videos that I plan to post on my website as as well. So you can see what I experienced that day. 
give you a little behind the scenes tour or behind the scenes look at the Army Navy game if you've never attended before. But it was it was quite a day. I had a blast. So I'll just walk you through real quick here what what that experience was like. So again, I bought the ticket. I did a little bit of searching and, and price shopping on the secondary market through SeatGeek and through StubHub. I think I eventually found a cheaper price for my seat on SeatGeek and was able to pull the trigger on that. And that was a pretty cool experience. Um, pretty easy experience. But what I didn't know was that with these seats that I had purchased, I needed to have some sort of additional badge on me or, or some sort of uh, like a pass that hung around my neck, like a little a lanyard. So the day of the event, I'm, I take the train, the Market Frankfurt line from my house all the way to the stadium or all the way to City Hall, got off City Hall stop, got on the Broad Street subway line took the Broad Street Line Express all the way to the stadiums. Pretty easy process. I mean, public transportation is the way to go for any sort of event at Wells Fargo or in that sports complex area. Like, that's the best bet, just hopping on the subway and going. No issues really there at all. That that was fine. I got to the stadium around, I want to say, it might have been like 1230. I think the gates opened up at like 11 or 11.30 a.m. And there's so much stuff going on in the stadium, in and around the stadium. You have people tailgating. You see Army, Navy folks kind of congregating amongst each other. So Army folks, Navy folks. But you would also get some people intermingling with Army, Navy. So it wasn't truly segregated in that way, but it, it sticks out pretty easily the Army and Navy colors where you see kind of where people are. And people are, are friendly. People were very polite. It wasn't like a Phillies game or an Eagles game where you have constant ribbing and people just being uh, intolerable to one another. I mean, it was pretty pleasant even even though these guys are diehard Army, diehard Navy. You know, they may have served in the Army, Navy, respectively, like they've got some pretty strong bloodlines in each of these respective branches of the the service. So it was really special just being immersed in that in Army Navy. I'm a I'm a military brat. My siblings and I grew up in the military. We had a military household. My parents were in the, both in the Air Force. So we've lived around and experienced things through being a military kid kids but I've never experienced what it's felt like to be at an army navy game so I have a lot of respect for the military just from being raised in that type of household my partner she's also a military brat as well both her parents served as well so like we understand that sacrifice that is made um and you know we don't take it lightly and just have a lot of respect so just being able to go to this game having that little bit of familiarity with the military was special i i didn't really have a strong rooting interest in this game army or navy my sister she is or so my brother-in-law he is serving in the navy he's stationed down in the base at annapolis so i would say my rooting interest probably tied closely to navy and just the proximity of where we are in philly to 
Annapolis, Maryland. I'm probably more uh, more connected to Navy than I am Army. So definitely would say that I was leaning more towards Navy, but I really was just trying to go to the game as a, as a spectator. Really didn't have a strong pull either way. Uh, I just was glad to be there. The people that were rooting for Army, Navy, they would let you hear it. Like They, they were passionate about their team, but it didn't trend into disre- disrespectful territory at all. Whereas if you were going to an Eagles game, I've heard people give it to opposing fans. I went to a preseason game. It was the Colts versus the Eagles, and I was going with a, a girlfriend of mine, and she was in town visiting, and she was a, a Colts fan, so she was wearing her Colts gear. She had like Colts jersey and wearing blue and white, and she was decked out from head to toe in Colts gear, Indianapolis Colts. And at a preseason game, these teams aren't even in the same conference. They're not even in the same division. But in a preseason game, the Eagles were giving it to this woman hard. A lot of trash talking, a lot of cursing, a lot of foul mouth language that honestly made me blush. It made me blush. It made me uncomfortable. And I certainly wouldn't bring my daughter to an Eagles game ever. But it was just crazy that these other women were giving it to my my friend, my girlfriend. Um, they were giving her the business because she was wearing a Colts gear. It was crazy. And that's just how passionate these fans get in Philly. That's the the knock that you hear is that these, these Philly fans are passionate about their sports teams. Borderline on being kind of rude, being aggressive. So... That's not what you got at an Army Navy game in Philly. It like it, it was playful. It was, um, but but it didn't cross the line. It was playful, uh, good good ribbing here and there, but like it, it never got uncomfortable. And everyone's just there to have a good time. And and a lot of people are, you know, got ties to Army Navy. Maybe they served or their their kids are serving or whatever the case may be. So there's like a respect there that is not existent at a regular college football game or maybe even you know NFL game. Like it, it's like a class above. It felt it felt good being there amongst these people that I've got a lot of respect for. They've served before, or you know, the, in the case of the guys playing the actual game, I mean, these guys are going to serve our country after they get out of of uh, the academies, the respective academies. So when I got to the stadium, it was cool because there were different sorts of activations, I'll call it, that you could experience. So uh, USAA, um, they sponsor the event every year, it feels like. And this year they had the 100-year experience. And so you could really experience a lot of the the history and, and sights and sounds of the Army-Navy game throughout the years and decades that was cool. I didn't get a chance to experience that at all, but I saw it. There were a lot of lines for things, and honestly, I felt like getting there around like 1230, that was too late in the day to get there. I should have gotten there a lot earlier, which would have been cool, because in and around the stadium, there were just so many different things you could look at, you could experience, you could touch. They had some military equipment out there in front of the stadium, which was cool. Like They had uh, some Navy ships or Navy boats that were outside the stadium. 
Um, they also had some tanks that were outside the stadium, which was cool for Army. So it was just, it was cool. It was like a, a friendly little rivalry. It's like whatever Army does, Navy had to do too. So like it was never as if Army or Navy had the upper hand on the other side, which I thought was cool. Like it really is a playful to me on the outside it's a playful rivalry i know it's very serious they take it very seriously which is cool but again it never felt uh disrespectful or it never made me feel uncomfortable and then it was also cool just to hear the marching bands for both uh, army and navy kind of make their way around the stadium and through the stadium they were they were present they were vocal like you could hear them everywhere you went within the stadium concourse area and that was cool like I, i passed past them as I'm, I'm trying to find my seats they are marching through like the inside concourse area playing fight songs and, and such so that was awesome it's something you don't typically see at a sporting event at a regular like college football game it, it was just like a full-blown experience and I just there like aren't enough words to describe the feeling and the excitement that I got by attending my first army navy game I think the coolest thing that I experienced for that game, and I'm fortunate that I made it to my seat in time, because the seats that I had that I had purchased, I didn't really know how to get to the bottom of the the field because it was li- literally on the field, and I walked l- the entire length of the stadium maybe once or twice. I, I mean, I was walking for an hour probably to find my seat, and nobody knew how to direct me to my area and i don't know if that's because the folks that were working kind of like the security area were volunteers like i don't know if that's their regular eagle staff these could be people that were contracted in for this game specifically so while everyone was helpful nobody could really get me to my section so i spent an hour walking around the stadium lost and it, it wasn't terrible. I mean, I, I enjoyed being and seeing a lot of things. Like, I enjoyed being there. But I would have preferred to be in my seat. And it's no uh, no knock on anyone in particular. I just, folks were willing to help. I just think they weren't trained or didn't know. I, I, I don't know. But I luckily managed to find my seat in time to watch the pregame activities or the the like the flyover from Army and Navy. But literally, as I was walking into the stadium, paratroopers were falling out of the sky into the Lincoln Financial Stadium, into the link. And I'll post all this stuff on my website so you can see, but paratroopers from both the Army and Navy took their turns in paratrooping into the stadium, which is crazy because I've never ever experienced that I don't think I've ever seen a paratrooper in my life personally like being that close it was thrilling it was jaw-dropping there was one paratrooper I think for the from the navy side where these two guys were linked together they had their their legs connected and they were free falling into the stadium and it felt as if they were going to fall right on top of me they were literally falling free falling down into the stadium and then at the last minute they break off and they each kind of slide into the 50 yard line of Lincoln Financial Field it was crazy i mean there there was literally probably at least 
like five or so, five or more paratroopers from each side. They I think the Navy went first, then the Army, and they all flew in, and there was one that flew in with a American flag kind of affixed to his foot. So, I mean, again, I'll put this all on my my social media and on my websites for you to, to look at and see for yourself. But stuff like that, you're not going to get at a regular game. I mean, I'm sure the Super Bowl is amazing. I'm sure that's a great experience, something that potentially could be on a bucket list type thing. But to experience the Army-Navy game, this felt like the Super Bowl of college football. Like this felt special you could feel the energy you could feel people being so hype and excited for this and it honestly it was something i feel as if like i should have been doing this sooner i cannot believe i waited this long 36 years to attend my first army navy game and the only reason i went this year is because of the fact that they won't be back in philly for five years which seems like a long time and it just makes me nervous because i don't know what i'll be doing where i'll be in five years, I'm going to pull the plug right now, pull the trigger on it. I don't really ever spend on myself. And so I'm like, you know what? I'm going to spend some money and get this, get a nice seat and go to the Army-Navy game, experience it up close, which was unreal. Just the speed of the game being that close is just, it's mind-blowing how fast these guys are, how competitive they are, um, how athletic they are, honestly. And so... That was an amazing experience. Some of the people that I saw at the Army-Navy game, I saw Caitlin Collins, I think that's how you say her name, the C- CNN uh, daytime host now with Don Lemon, Kate- Caitlin Collins. She was a White House correspondent for CNN for such a long time, for a few years, I want to say, and then she just got this call to be on the uh, morning show with Don Lemon on CNN. I believe she went to Alabama. I know she was a big college football fan, if I if I remember correctly. So I saw her walking along the like back of the end zone. Um, at one point, she had her. I think her family was probably with her family members. So that was cool to see her there. Also saw who else? Mark Wahlberg was there. I didn't actually get a chance to cut up with Mark Wahlberg, but with the seats that I purchased. I also had access to like an indoor area where I could eat food and warm up and get drinks and whatnot. So that that was pretty pretty dope. If you have the means to get that seat, I would recommend it. But Mark Wahlberg walked through there, and apparently the the folks that were sitting next to me had a chance to take a picture with him. He I, he was very nice, very gracious in doing that, taking pictures with folks. It was cool because Mark Wahlberg does a lot for military veterans, and so they were honoring him at the Army Navy game, and so I think. He went out onto the field like preseason or, or pre, pre-game rather to accept some sort of award, I think it was. I think I heard that correctly. So Mark Wahlberg was in the house. I think the woman who was in Walking Dead, her name was Andrea. I, I thought I saw her in the back of the end zone as well. I saw a lot of uh, of dignitaries with the armed, armed services present in the game. Who else? I, I thought I saw somebody else. I saw uh, Rick Neuheisel at the game as well. I mean, there was a bunch of people just walking to and fro in the back of the end zone um, during breaks and, and and whatnot. But you could feel you could feel the weight of the moment of being at the Army Navy game. Like it felt like all eyes were on that game. It felt like it was such a special event in our history to attend an Army Navy game. I mean, dating back all the way 
123 years ago that they played this game. It, like, it felt special. I, 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 I just don't know how to ex- describe it. You could just feel the magic in the air. You could feel the excitement, even though for the most part, it was a pretty boring game. I'm not going to lie to y'all. Like, it was pretty slow going. The offenses really weren't moving that much. I think at halftime, the score was 7-3. to three. So it's not that's not really exciting football. But in the second half, things got a little bit more exciting. And then certainly when it goes to overtime, that's that's special because I did not know this, but the Army Navy game has never gone to overtime ever until this last uh, last game that I watched. So I will always have like that piece of history with me tied to me. The fact that I went to this game and it went to overtime for the first time ever, I will never forget that. I will always remember that. Army pulled it off and they got the win 2017, but there were some exciting moments where Navy had some long some long runs. Um, I recorded that. Just being in, in witness to that, it, it, to the witness of what makes an Army-Navy game so special and just the, the rivalry, I mean, it just... It's something that I wish I could go to every year, if I'm being honest. Like it was that special, and I would I'd recommend it. I mean, if it's on your list, hit it up because you will not be disappointed. It truly is like the Super Bowl of college football. It's America's game, is what they call it. So I had a blast. Uh, the people sitting next to me were really really cool. Uh, young family from New Jersey. They had three little girls next to them, little cuties. Um, they were on TV a bunch, and they had a blast and. At one point, there was a senior enlisted advisor who walked back in, uh, in the end zone, and his name was Ramon Colon Lopez, who is a senior enlisted advisor to the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff. And he walked by and he gave these little girls this like heavy coin, is like a, com- a commemorative coin. It was beautiful. I took a picture of it. I'll, I'll put it on my social media for you all to see. But it was. That was a, a special little token that he was giving out. I don't think he was giving out to everybody. And these little cuties got this coin from from this gentleman. And on the front of it, it said, Amateurs train until they get it right. Professionals train until they cannot get it wrong. So at the top, it said, Amateurs train until they, they get it right. On the bottom of the coin, it said, Professionals train until they cannot get it wrong. And it has all of the branches of the armed services on the front of the coin and so I thought that was pretty cool and the guy next to me who um, was rooting for the army he said that he's like the highest the highest enlisted advisor in the military I might be getting that wrong but like he's the he's the chairman to the joint chiefs of staff a senior enlisted advisor so he's pretty high up there in the uh, in the military world so that was pretty cool it was a blast. I had a fun time. Um, if you've got any questions about the Army-Navy game, please feel free to hit me up. I'll post everything on my website so you can see all the pictures and videos from that day. Of course, in the beginning, the, with the paratroopers coming down, and then you had the the uh, Blue Angels flew over as well, and you also had um, just these huge helicopters flying overhead as well for army um, it, it was just, it was jaw-dropping just being in the stadium for that game. 
and I cannot wait to go again not next year but I can't wait to go sometime in the future if I'm still here in Philly I definitely will try to hit it up the next time it gets here in like five years but so you know I'll tell you where the Army Navy game is going for the next five years so that if you have an opportunity to cross it off your bucket list Maybe it's something that you can look into or maybe if you need a gift idea for that special person who is a college football fan, it could be a ticket that could really change their whole college football experience. I mean, this it changed everything for me. I cannot imagine a game or an event that will top what I felt and what I saw at the Army-Navy game. It was truly that special. I wish College Game Day had been there. I know they typically go every year. It would have been cool for them to uh, to be there and, and to experience that. But I know they do a lot with the um, Heisman Trophy ceremony, so they probably couldn't couldn't logistically get from Philly to New York in enough time to get set up for that ceremony. But nonetheless, it, it was still a very special day. The Army-Navy game, if you are interested, the next few locations where the Army-Navy game will be played in 2023... They will be playing the Army-Navy game in Boston at Gillette Stadium, uh, which was in Foxborough, Massachusetts, on December 9th, 2023. And then in 2024, the game will be at FedEx Field in Washington, D.C., uh, which is uh, in Landover, Maryland, December 14th. Then in 2025, the game will be played in Baltimore, Maryland, at MNT Bank Stadium on December 13th in 2025. And then in 2026... New York City will host this Army-Navy game at MetLife Stadium in East Rutherford, New Jersey on December 11th. So the 2023 Army-Navy game will be the first held in the Boston area and comes on the 250th anniversary of the Boston Tea Party and the 225th anniversary of the maiden voyage of the USS Constitution, which is the world's oldest commissioned warship afloat. The rivalry returns to FedEx Field in Washington, D.C. the following year for only the second time. Navy beat Army 27-21 at the home of the then Washington uh, Skins in 2011. So it's uh, this game is typically played in Philadelphia. The, Philly has been the host the most in the series, but it has traveled. It will remain in the East Coast for the next five, uh, six years, but... For the next four years, it will be kind of moving around in, in Massachusetts and then in Maryland and then New York. Philadelphia hosted the contest for the 90th time on December 10th of this year, and we won't see it again until 2027. Glad I could cross it off the list. It was fun. It was an amazing experience. I hope you get a chance to do it as well. And I thank you for downloading uh, this episode. Thank you for listening to it. I just wanted to put out an episode as we headed into the holiday season here. So Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Kwanzaa. Hope you all stay safe, healthy, and sane. Don't drink and drive. And I hope you enjoy watching college football this uh, bowl season. College football playoffs are coming up here fairly soon, but we still got a little bit of time. Got some games in between that time, but Thank you so much for downloading this episode. Hope you guys have a good holiday season. And I look forward to talking to you in the near future. And hopefully in 2023, if I don't talk to you before then. So Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, and Happy New Year, everybody. Thank you for listening to the Cherry Picking Podcast. Take care, everybody. Peace. Thank you again for tuning into my Cherry Picking Podcast. 
If you enjoyed this episode, please feel free to subscribe to my show and drop me a rating on Apple Podcasts. All of my digital content can be found at the website cherrypickingsports.com. If you are looking to interact with me via social media, my Twitter handle is at cherry underscore pickin. That's P-I-C-K-I-N. On my Twitter, you'll also find a link to my blog where I post my weekly college football predictions and analysis. I can also be reached via email at cherrypickinsports at gmail.com. Please feel free to reach out to me regarding what you like about this podcast or about what content you'd like to hear more of on future episodes. I sincerely thank you for your support, and I can't wait to talk to you again soon. Take care.